Welcome to Today on Broadway for Thursday, July 20th, 2023. I'm Broadway Radio's Matt Tamanini. And I'm arts and culture writer Ashley Steves. Ashley, the news that almost stopped my heart in its tracks on Tuesday night, Uh there were a pair of dueling articles, one from Broadway Direct and a follow-up from Broadway World, in which Laura Bell Bundy revealed that the entire cast of Legally Blonde, (laughs) the musical, was hoping to get back together for the show's 15th anniversary, which was last year. They couldn't get it all together. The creative team, according to, to Bundy, said they needed more time. Then Orfe uh, told Broadway World, quote, My dear Jerry Mitchell can attest and confirm that I have been jumping up and down and bugging him to do this since Pretty Woman. She was one of the stars of Pretty Woman. Uh, Jerry Mitchell directed it. It almost happened not that long ago, but there just wasn't enough pre-planning time straight out of the pandemic. We know how these um, these reunion concerts were really thrown into a mess. We know the ragtime one was rescheduled multiple times, not just for the pandemic, but also um, because of the the passing of the late Marin Maisie. So lots mm-hmm. of things go into these, but I'm just putting it out there right now. Yeah. If this yeah. happens and I am not in the building, uh, there will be consequences. I don't know what they will be or for whom will be paying them, but there will be consequences from everybody in the industry. No I doubt. mean, I feel like they're mounting it because they know how often you're in New York. So I don't even know what we're doing yeah. if you're not in the building. Right. Absolutely. So Failed I've, industry. I've interviewed... Yeah. Well, no <laughs> doubt. So I've, I've interviewed Lawrence O'Keefe. I am going to be interviewed. He, he co-wrote the music and lyrics with his wife, Nell Benjamin. Um, he's been here on Broadway Radio. I am getting ready to interview uh, Heather Hack, I believe is how you pronounce her name. She's the book writer. She actually wrote a novel, which I just got in the mail the other day. Uh, that's going to be released oh. this fall. So I'm going to interview her about that. So I feel like I just need to get Nell on. And then I have, will have the complete, the complete holy set. trinity. Yeah. And and my life's dreams will be uh, fully realized. But and then you'll get a anyway, personal whenever- invite to the concert. Yeah. I mean... As much as I stand mm-hmm. that show, I, yeah. I should. But yeah. anyway, um, whenever that happens, we will talk about it. Obviously, here on Broadway Radio, you can hear it before anywhere else. And maybe I'll have some special independent uh, solo episodes over on Patreon.com slash Broadway Radio, Broadway Radio.com slash Patreon. All right, Ashley. Uh, unfortunately, we're going to start with a little bit of sad news and news that either throws a wrench into my scheduling plans for my trip in August or opens things up, to be quite honest with you. But yesterday, the Broadway production of Greyhouse announced that it will play its final performance on Broadway on Sunday, July 30th. This was a show I was supposed to see in May, but an actor was sick, so they didn't want press coming on that uh, night during previews. Uh, And then I was hoping to be able to go back... After, you know, in August, but unfortunately the show is going to close before I am in town. Truly a show that tried to do things that were much different than Very many unique. other Broadway productions. Um, Grace talked about how impactful it was to her, even though it, it, you know, because of the nature of the show, it can't really get into a lot of what the show is actually about. Um, no, very difficult of to describe hor- without spoiling. Absolutely. Exactly. So, um, I, I, all I want to say is that it is a harrowing experience from everything I've heard, but something that is truly unique and special on Broadway Correct. to have a show that is both a, a horror show, but also character drama and also humorous as well. It was yeah. um, written by Levi Holloway, directed by Joe Mantello, and stars a veritable uh, smorgasbord of talent with Lori Metcalf, Tatiana Maslany, Paul Sparks, Sophia Ann Caruso, and Millicent Simmons. If you have a chance to get over 
Please do. And uh, see the show before yeah. it closes up on the 30th at the end of this month. Would highly, highly recommend that you uh, get over to the Lyceum and check this one out. I really loved it. And I'm obviously disappointed to see it close this early. I, you know, for, we can talk about this all the time, but for as good of a show can be, it still has to have an audience. And I don't know if it's the right timing. It is a hard show to mount timing wise because it is horror for as often as we've been calling for horror shows on Broadway. And I still am because I do think this was very successful in terms of style and format. And I think if you held the Tony Awards today, there would be no question for winning several categories, especially sound design, which I felt was the most unique sound design I've ever seen on Broadway. Um, Just across the board, really interesting. And I hope this means that regardless of this being successful in terms of the business of Broadway, that we do end up seeing more things like it because it was truly and wholly unique. Yeah, we we like things that are unique. Um, Something that is not unique right now is labor disruption and strikes. Mm-hmm. We obviously mm-hmm. know about the Writers Guild of America and the SAG-AFTRA strikes that are currently going on when it comes to film and television. However, Broadway might soon have to deal with its own labor disruption as IATSE is currently holding a membership vote to authorize a strike if it cannot reach a new contract agreement with the Broadway League and Disney Theatrical Productions. Now, IATSE is the uh, the union that represents uh, theatrical crew, stagehands, and all yeah. those things. This does not apply to every single IATSE member, whether they are working on Broadway or not. This is uh, applicable to IATSE members who are on what are called pink contracts. These are mm-hmm. stagehands, hair and makeup artists, and wardrobe personnel. Uh, wardrobe personnel. There's about 1,500 workers that are covered by this agreement. This applies to those that are working directly for the productions. There are a lot of IATSE um stagehands and crew members and technicians and all those things that are employed by the actual theater and the theater owners. So there is a little bit of a difference, but there are 45 theatrical shows that are currently covered in this agreement. 18 are on Broadway and 17 are on tour for the people who are on pink contracts. They often will start with a show out of town and go with it to Broadway. And then some of them will take it on the road as well. So these have a little bit of a different uh, requirement for their contract than their counterparts that are employed just when a show is in a specific theater or in a theater owner's uh, set of theaters. They have been negotiating a contract since the current one ended on July 2nd. They have been working under the previous agreement in good faith as, as conversations have been productive. They had started negotiations on May 25th. They had a 19-hour bargaining session on Monday, but nothing had been uh, scheduled or, or finalized from that as of Wednesday morning when this was kind of put out into the press by the Hollywood Reporter. I have heard some rumblings that there is a tentative deal that has been reached. Nothing is official, though, at this point. Yeah. Um, some of the things that have gone into this conversation are trying to get um, agreements on employer-provided health care without there being any cuts to plans or increasing out-of-pocket costs for members, as well as employer-provided housing for touring crews. They're According to the Hollywood Reporter, there are tentative agreements on those things. However, the main sticking points are around increased wages, 
on Broadway and setting weekly and daily rest periods. Good. So these are all things that, especially for crew members, man, we, we, we've oh, talked about God. this before when yeah. IATSE had the contract, um, for tours where they're like, especially I think it was Grace and I talked about it last week, especially on like those one day stops where they have to like mm-hmm. load it, move it. You know, unload, do it again. Like you have to have rest time for these folks because otherwise they will work themselves literally uh, and, and figuratively even to, to the bone and to death. So, um, we'll be interested to see what happens with this. Hopefully there is no labor disruption because if film and television and theater are all shut down, there are just so many people who are not <laughs> even the people who are striking, yeah. who are impacted by this. And we would really, really hate to see that. All right, let's go, Ashley, to some off-Broadway news. There is a ton of stuff, so I'm going to run through it very quickly. But one thing that I am incredibly excited about is the new group announced the world premiere of a play called Sabbath's Theater, which is adapted by the Philip Roth novel of the same name. It was adapted by Ariel Levy and John Turturro. Yes, that John Turturro. Yeah, the show will uh, play the Pershing Square Signature Center from October 10th through December 3rd. It is being directed by Cost of Living director Joe Bonney, who I, I said that was probably mm. my favorite new play of the, of the year enough. last year. The cast will feature Totoro, of course, along with Elizabeth Marvel. Always fantastic, Ooh. especially check her out in Mrs. Davis. Mm-hmm. And all of the other roles will be played by Jason Kravitz, who is always fantastic whatever you see him in on stage and screen really really fantastic um the show follows disgraced puppet maker mickey sabbath whose secret life of debauchery comes to a heartbreaking end as he plunges into increasingly mad and maddening encounters with people from his wild and wicked past um (laughs) levy and Turturro called this um philip roth's filthiest novel i've only read one philip roth novel also with theatrical uh uh, tinges to it called the humbling which i really enjoyed but Mm. i don't need a lot of uh a a lot of filthy stuff in my life but this is just the group of people involved in this is i know we are very different people actually (laughs) um um, but this is great the people in this is are are just fantastic and i will very much be looking forward to maybe checking this one out in october when i'm in likewise Another thing that got uh, announced yesterday is the Soho Reps 2023-2024 season. I will run through the main shows. There are also like little one or two day performances that are included in this announcement. So check the show notes out for those. But the main three productions start in October, October 25th, running through December 3rd. This is called Snatch Adams and Tainty McCracken present It's That <laughs> Time of the Month. It is created by Becca Blackwell. It is written and performed by Blackwell Ooh, along great. with with cabaret icon Amanda Duarte. And Damn. it is being directed by Jess Barbagello. Um, <laughs> the, uh, I'm not going to read you the whole plot description, but it just starts with trigger warning. There will be fluids. Good. Yep. There's I got another that. One for I got you that too. from the title. Yeah, got that one from the title. Double billing. Speaking of things that may not might not be um, uh, for me, public obscenities, <laughs> written and directed hey. by Shayak Misha Chaudhry. It is being directed in, or is being pro- um, produced in conjunction with the Woolly Mammoth Theater Company, where it will play in November, December of 2023, before coming to theater for a new audience, January and February of 2024. And then the one that I think probably is going to get the most attention is the off Broadway. 
playwriting debut of Raja Feather Kelly. Mm-hmm. His new play, The Fires, which was a world premiere commission by Soho Rip, will run May 8th through June 16th. Of course, Kelly will also direct that show. It is described as, quote, fantasy, fiction, flirting and kissing or fighting and effing. Y'all need to get married and just die in each other's game playing arms. Okay. In 1971, 1998, and 2021, three different men in a South South Brooklyn Railroad apartment write, read, F each other, or don't, eat, drink, diet, break up, make up, fight, and flirt at the same time. Let's go. Roger Feather Kelly is one of the absolute best directors and choreographers choreographers, working so... To, to see what they can do uh, as a playwright will be really, really fantastic. Speaking of shows, as I did a, a few minutes ago with uh, the new group's show, coming to the Purchase Core Signature Center starting in August, uh, actually uh, on August 13th, is a new play called Pay the Writer, which I don't know if it is actually has anything to do with the writer strike, but it sure <laughs> yeah, seems like it. to it. Um, it is a world premiere of a new comedy drama by New York Times bestselling author Tawny O'Dell, and it stars some names and faces you will certainly recognize from stage and screen. Ron Canada, Brian Batt, and Emmy and Golden Globe nominee Marsha Cross. The show, again, will begin performances on August 13th, and it will play a strictly uh, limited seven-week engagement. It is being directed by Karen Carpenter, but no, not that Karen Carpenter. No, That would be really weird if, if, mm. if the late, great Karen Carpenter was directing an off-Broadway show. But um, moving on, actually, something that the great David Levy tweeted about and I immediately sent to you. I did not know Thank this was you. happening. But for two nights only, Wednesday, um, nights August only. 23rd and Thursday. Yeah. Um, Wednesday, uh, August 23rd and Thursday, August 24th, Forbidden Sondheim, Merrily We Stole a Song, Ooh. a special, a new special edition of Forbidden Broadway will happen at Don't Tell Mama. Um, lots of your favorite um, forbidden Broadway stars, including special guest appearance by uh, Christine Petty. It is parody lyrics and direction by Gerard Alessandrini. Um, I don't, I, I, from what I can tell, I don't know if these are new Sondheim parodies or songs that yeah, they have done throughout the sure. decades of Forbidden Broadway. But certainly, anytime you can get an entire uh, Forbidden Broadway show about Sondheim at Don't I Tell will Mama, not complain. Prob- yeah, probably worth the uh, the hike over to the uh, to the theater. Now, let's go from New York City all the way across the country because we have found out the cast for the new Joe Iconis musical, the untitled, unauthorized Hunter S. Thompson musical that will have its world premiere title. production at the La Jolla Playhouse. Yeah, it really is. Um, and it'll play it, the La Jolla Playhouse from August 29th. It's others, to be fair. Yeah, no, no, he, he has no problem, uh, getting creative with those titles. Um, but the score is by Iconis and the book is by Iconis and Gregory S. Moss. The production is being directed by Tony winner Christopher Ashley and choreographed by, uh, John Rua, who of course is somebody that we know as a performer. He's been getting into, uh, choreography quite a bit in the original cast of Hamilton and SpongeBob and all of those things. Um, the show will star. Tony winner Gabriel Ebert as Hunter S. Thompson. Also in the cast will be George Abood, Jeanette Bayardell, um, Lauren Marcus, of course, uh, Joe Iconis's wife, who I feel bad saying she's Joe Iconis's wife because she is yeah. so Incredible. freaking good yeah. in everything. everything. So I, I feel like I need to mention that, but also like I don't, I shouldn't mention it. So they I'm torn on that. They come as a package but deal usually. They really do. They really do. But she is like, I, a small tangent here. Put her in when Marcus. I saw, yeah, the Larson project at 54 oh, Below. Amazing. 
I mean, everybody in it was great, but that was the first time I'd ever seen Lauren Marcus on stage, and she was so unbelievably. What's that? Hosing down the furniture. Yeah, I mean, just captivating, so captivating. It is so so. She's fantastic. Um, also, check out that album, like you you were just mentioning. Also, Krista Rodriguez, Andy Mientes, you know, lots of people from the Iconis family as well. Uh, since, of course, Jennifer Ashley Tepper was the producer of that. But um, Lord Marcus is in it, as is George Salazar, a regular collaborator with Joe Iconis. Um, I don't know anything about this show. But Iconis and, and Hunter S. Thompson kind of feel it like feels a, right. a, 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 it, yeah, it definitely feels right. So check this one out if you're over in the, uh, in the West Coast and maybe we will hear more of that coming over to, uh, the East Coast at some time in the future. All right. I've got a few feel good recommendations that I want to recommend. First off, we've talked about the Goodman Theater production of The Who's Tommy, which I'm assuming is going to come to Broadway. I've heard a Likely. lot of rumors about this. <laughs> But they've also released a video of Pinball Wizard. So check that out. That's always one of the best. And we have highlights now from the, uh, the original Broadway production of The Cottage, which is currently playing with just a phenomenal team. Jason Alexander is director, um, is written by Sandy Rustin, Aaron McCormack, the aforementioned, uh, Laura Bell Bundy is in it, Lily Cooper, uh, Alex Moffat and others, um, very, very much looking forward to checking this one out if I can uh, make Dang. it over to the Hayes Theater uh, when I'm in town, uh, which means nice. I, I will make it. It's it, Yes, um, if, if they actually let me in. But it will open no, no, on, no, on Monday. Um, the other thing that I want to mention, tonight, Thursday, the 20th, is the official opening of Here Lies Love on Broadway. Uh, Ashley, you are going to see it after we record on Wednesday, the 19th. Wednesday Another show that I will be asking floor. for. Yeah. Oh, you are you on the dance floor? Oh, I'm standing. Oh, yeah. I felt like oh. I want to get the full immersive experience. That's very unlike you. Yeah, but you know, I'm not. I'm not being interacted with other than having to. You're being herded. Move, You're being yeah. herded around. Move yeah. herded. Yeah. Feel the groove. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for recognizing. Uh, either way, I. Yes, I will do a review recap episode in Patreon uh, as soon as those those reviews are available, and then it'll be put on tomorrow's or on, yeah on Friday's episode of today on Broadway. So pay attention to that. All right, everybody, that's all that we have for today. Thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at uh, Broadway Radio. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and threads at BWW. Matt, Ashley, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram. No, this is Ashley. All right, everybody, have a wonderful Thursday, uh, and we'll be back to talk to you tomorrow.